Amen. I think we can put our hands together for the Lord tonight. Because He is a worthy God. Amen. Tonight you may be seated. How many are happy to be here tonight? Tonight we are also very blessed. And then you may that there are other men of God in the house. Men of God that are recognized. Men of God who don't need any introduction. Whose very presence brings happiness. Uh, one of them is our very own Bishop Charles. From the Lamb of God Cathedral. Lamb of God Cathedral. But we have a special guest tonight. A guest tonight. He's a man who everywhere he goes, he's welcome. Missionaries love him. Missionaries love him. Or you be a Kenya miasem. Nah, and yes, sir. He's a man that when he comes onto your mission. There will be a change. And um, he, we are blessed that he's in Kumasi tonight. I think we can hear his voice. We can hear his voice. He can say something to us. Please come and say a word to us. Apostle King Sijesi, put your hands together. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. We are all blessed to be here together as a big family. And particularly, I'm more blessed to be here at such a time. I've come with my big cup to come and also receive my portion of the meal tonight whether it is fufu or tuosafi or mutu or wache or a mixture of all i am ready to receive my portion and i want you to also open your mouth wide and open your spiritual stomach wide so that you can also receive your portion because this man is an anointed man you know in the days of the bible Many of the people didn't know how powerfully anointed the prophets and the teachers and the pastors and the shepherds they had. 
They didn't read what we have been reading. What we have been reading is what God has reported about them. And what God has reported about them, it is the truth. Unadulterated. The pure truth. So most of the time, the prophet is not accepted in his own country or territory. Because of familiarity. But we members of the bishop's council, we have so much respect for this man. We believe in him as an anointed man of God. And we love him. We appreciate him greatly. And tonight we are therefore blessed to have no less a person than this man. Hallelujah. Amen. And so I am very at home to sit down there and get my cup filled. And I'm going to take one of his big breasts and hold it myself and begin to suck. He has got many breasts. Take your portion. So I said, take your portion of the breast and begin to drink for these three nights we shall all not be the same again and I pray that God will move you to the place where he wants you to be and you shall receive also the miracle that you need the Lord is visiting us and none of us will live the same. Just have faith in God and cause God to touch you and he will definitely touch you. These three nights is three nights of divine encounter with God and it shall be well with you. Raise your hand and say with me I am here tonight by God's arrangement to receive the opening of doors to me in the spirit and in the natural to receive guidance to receive corrections to receive teachings to receive feeding and to receive wisdom and miracles for my life and for my family in the name of Jesus Amen God bless you together once again. Um, 
Great. Well, this is our first convention for the year. And um, today is the first of four nights, Fridays and all nights. And I believe that it is an unfolding of God's purpose and plan. Because this year is our year of serving God. And serving God means working for God. To work for somebody or to serve somebody, so you have to know who the person is. And so tonight, and tomorrow, Friday, Thursday and Friday, we shall be talking about God. Amen. Amen. That he might show himself to us. So we can serve him aright. Tonight, just pray for yourself for a minute. Every time we talk about God, people are confused. People can't grasp it. They can't grip it. They can't understand it. Tonight, that will not be your case. You'll be one of those who understand. One who will walk with God these days. And that God will become your friend. And so just pray for yourself for a few minutes. That God will talk to you and he will reach out to you and bless you in the name of Jesus Father reach speak to us tonight help us oh Lord to understand open our hearts open our ears remove preconceived ideas remove blocks obstacles that stand in the way and that don't allow us to hear and receive you as a person in our lives Lord help us tonight just wherever you just lift your hand and pray for yourself just talk to God for a minute in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Father tonight we praise your holy name we honor you we exalt your name in this house that you alone be highly lifted up tonight fill this place with your presence let us send up an aroma let the sound of our voices let our praises our very presence let it be pleasing in your sights father take joy in this gathering that your people shall be blessed. We honor you and we praise your holy name in Jesus' name. And all the saints said, Amen. Amen. Put your hands together. You may be seated. We shall be talking about God because this is the year of serving that God. Amen. 
Amen. But tonight I want to first ask you a question. Because God has the power to grant wishes. And, and God is able to give you the secret desires of your heart. How many of us here would like to work for an organization like the WHO or the UN or such an international organization? Let, let me see your hand. You would like such an international job. Can I see your hand clearly? World Health Organization. And some pastor is stupid, but it doesn't matter. I saw for being so, sir. Okay. They, want, they like that international job. Open, open. How many would like to be an assemblyman? This area. Assemblyman. An assemblyman. Because they are doing elections. I think these days. Can I see your hand? You wouldn't you would like to be an assemblyman. One hand. Only one hand. Two hands. And one at the back. Three. Hey! Three people would like to be assemblymen, assemblymen. but over a hundred would like WHO jobs. It, it means that we have an understanding that WHO jobs are better than assemblyman jobs. Is that correct? Is that correct? And this, uh, Go and ask the assemblyman. Go be sir, assemblyman. He he likes the assemblyman job. Oh, assemblyman Jumano. Some of them are professionals. And, 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 and they have chosen to be assemblymen. You see, tonight um, I want us to because we have four days. I'm in no hurry. Is that, is that a good idea? And so I want to take my time to explain something to you. And, and this is the first point. That to somebody, a job working for the assembly is not interesting. It's not a job they would aspire for. But to somebody else, it is his dream job. And he's campaigning. I've seen posters and banners all around town. Honorable Akwesi something. something. <laughs> Honorable Who wants to become an assemblyman? Because that is his desire. But many of us here tonight, we, we, we desire to have international jobs. This desire is based on understanding of the jobs. Are you here tonight? This desire that we have expressed for international jobs is based on our understanding of international jobs. Let me tell you something. There are many people 
in international jobs. That the assembly man has more money than them. Ah, assembly man, you will be bridge home. Yeah. There are people who have international jobs. This is our assembly man. Yeah, yes, I In certain assemblies. assembly the, the money that will pass through his hands. It's not simple. And so it may even turn out that the assembly man is more blessed. Than some people with international jobs. But we have opted almost all of us because we think it is a better job this is our year of serving the lord there is a job vacancy for employees of god but only a few people are applying for that job. But there is another job vacancy. Working for the world. Many of us are applying for that one. And the reason I believe is that not all of us have a good understanding of who God is. Not, not all of us know, know what it means to work for God. And, and so, because of that misconception, there is no desire, no strong desire to work for God. I, I, I am sure there's somebody here who if you are offered a job, be a full-time minister or be a full-time minister for politics, they'll choose the other one. Ask, ask have a V8 Land Cruiser and yes. Land Cruiser V8. Travel first class and go and come to World Cup and African Cup of Nations. Yes. They will accept it. But offering them a job as a minister of God, they, they may not be excited. And I believe that it is because of a misunderstanding of who God is. Amen. So tonight, we are starting and um, I want us to consider the image of God. The image of God that is, is around and and in us around us there, there's something i must say as, as we talk about god these days um, god hears when we talk and and he's he's in the midst of his people i am convinced that as we talk about god he is listening 
and he will be here amen he will be here and my prayer is you will meet him as he is as as he is not as you think he is so that you can walk with him hallelujah amen are you here tonight Exodus. Chapter 19. Verse 15. God met Moses and spoke to him to bring the Israelites out of Egypt. Israel for no infamous dream. And Moses began a journey from Exodus chapter 3. Most if he acquainted to Nasi, a war, it's and and he had brought them out of Egypt. No, the Omufi Egypt through the wonderful plagues. And then they have come to the foot of Mount Sinai. It will be a one was so at the Omabidu Mount Sinai before Nasi. And he said unto Moses, No, catch him, Moses. Come up unto the Lord. Thou and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, Nadab and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and worship ye afar. And Moses alone shall come near the Lord. But they shall not come nigh. Neither shall the people go up with him. This is the Lord's invitation to Moses. Come up to the mountain. You and your elders. But only Moses will go beyond a certain point. Verse 12. And the Lord said to Moses. Come up to me into the mount. And be there. And I will give thee tables of stone. And the law. And commandments which I have written. That thou may teach them. And Moses rose up. And Moses sorry. And his minister Joshua. And Moses went up into the mount of God. And he said unto the elders. Tarry ye here for us until we come again unto you. And behold, Aaron and her Aaron are with you. If any man have any matters to do, so be one same beer. Let him come unto them. Amen. Amen. And, and so Moses was with the elders and then he left them to go up the mountain are you here tonight I'll, I'll show you where I'm going very soon and, and they went up the mountain and Moses told the other people you wait here because I'm going alone 
and he says something very important. No, can be be here. Aaron is here. I say Aaron waha. And her is here. Her and so waha. If you need anything, ask them. Se mu here be be mu bi sao. Chapter twenty four. Then Moses went up. Moses crossed through. He was there. Chapter twenty five. No waha. Chapter twenty six. Chapter twenty six. He was there to chapter thirty two. No waha kosi eti edu asan yenu. Hey. He was there. No waha. A long time. Chapter 32. And when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron. Remember what Moses said. If you have any problems, any question, any issue, where should you go? Aaron. Aaron. Oh. And, and, and you see, you see, what? Moses was with them at the foot of the mountain. Then he went up the mountain to go and talk to God. You, you, you tell somebody, I will be back just now. And then you go. One day, he didn't come. They were not too worried. I mean, one day retreat is. Two days. It's not a problem. Three days. I mean, people like Bishop Charles, you know, three days is normal for them. So they were okay. We, we can wait for Moses. Five days. I mean, he's, he's, he's talking to God. It's a very deep conversation. One week. God is talking. I mean, they are, they are discussing. So, it's not a problem. Two weeks. Hey. Hey. Charlie. Uh, um. What is going on? But okay, you I mean we, we know Moses. He did miracles in the land of Egypt. He, he's not a normal man. So we can wait for him. Let's wait one more week. Three weeks. Now 21 days. They waited for him. Still he didn't come. Charlie, are you sure he's okay? Go and check. No, you go and check. No, you go and check. Okay, we'll wait. Okay, you train. 28 days. And Four weeks. Now watch nine. And they were waiting. And they had not, there was no not, no communication. They had not heard anything from the man who said, I shall be back just now. Hey, you know something? He went alone. If something happens to him, who will he send to when come back for help? After 28 days, okay, let's wait one or two more days. 35 days. Thirty-six days. Finally, forty days. 
they said to themselves something baby now we are sure he said i mean ask him but what would you think what would you think then i'll be drinking heart attack has caught him or he has just fallen down into a valley and died or wild animals have attacked him by now surely he is dead so the people came to Aaron and said unto him up Sorry. make us gods which shall go before us as for this Moses you see when you hear this Moses you Oti. think out of disrespect the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt this is not, not there may be other Moseses in the area but this Moses, Nasamuse, the Kotein, one who brought us out of Egypt, we what not is become of him. We don't know what has happened to him. So we are in a fix. But they, they knew something. They knew that it was a God that had brought them out of Egypt. They knew that much. No one no they knew. They knew that there was a certain God that had done some miracles and signs in Egypt. So they said, the original Moses has disappeared." He said that if we have any problems, we should come to you. We have come to you. We want to continue our journey. The God that Moses brought, we don't know him. Moses brought him to us. So Aaron, Aaron, make us a God so we can continue our journey. Aaron said unto them, break off the golden earrings which are in the ears of your wives and of your sons and your daughters and bring them unto me and all the people break up the golden earrings which were in their ears and brought them unto Aaron and he received them at their hand and fashioned it with a graving tool after he had made it a molten calf and said these be thy gods Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt and when Aaron saw it he built an altar and Aaron made a proclamation and said tomorrow is a feast to the Lord it's a very confusing scripture and, and uh, when you remember when God came to punish them 
Moses came down from the mountain. And he saw the golden cow. He bent it. And crushed it. And sprinkled it on the water. And made the people to drink it. And many died. But not Aaron. Be careful who you follow. I said, be careful who you follow. Because he may escape. While you fall into a trouble. But before then, when Moses came down the mountain, Moses asked Aaron, What have you done? Verse 23. And this is. Aaron's reply. For they said unto me, Make us gods. We shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of Egypt, we what not has become of him. Exactly what they said is what Aaron told Moses. Verse 24. And I said unto them, Whosoever has any gold, let them break it off. So they gave it to me. Then I cast it into the fire. And there came out this calf. The, the calf just came out. It's not my fault. Amen. Amen. You know, I was thinking about this scripture. What it means to us today. And as I thought about it, I was asking the Lord, why, why was Aaron let free? He was the ringleader. The senior crew maker. He made the, 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 the golden calf. He was the leader. And he was the one who fashioned a calf that had become their God. And, and so I, I, I thought about it. And then I understood one thing God is a judge. Not, not so much your actions as much as your hearts. When, when, when Samuel came to the house of Jesse and he saw the sons of Jesse, he said, Ah, this is surely the king. And, and God said, not this way. Man looks on the outside. But not God. God looks on the hearts. And, and so your heart can condemn you or excuse you. And when Aaron had led them into this thing. And then God came. And then many others died. But not Aaron. I said something is here. And Aaron did what he did. In the sincerity of his heart. Aaron actually bought and made a cow. 
Aaron eye ohoni and brought them a cow as their god na ode ohoni bre won se won yakopon amen amen and as i thought about it abram medwe huno this the lord drew my mind to a scripture yakopon twe madwe ba semiso wo chose mu verse 5 iyemu enum and aaron made a proclamation na aaron can semi and he said tomorrow or say ochina why are you an amplified why and he made a proclamation na oka insemi that tomorrow say ochina is a feast eradicia eda to the lord ema eradi because it's in english is and say what we we miss the significance the, the, the word lord here is not lord ordinary lord is the word jehovah it is the same word that god used when he met moses at the burning bush and so what aaron said is that tomorrow is a feast to Jehovah. I am coming to dedicate a feast. All of us are coming to celebrate an altar and a feast to Jehovah. Aaron was trying to show them God. Aaron, Aaron knew that a God had brought them out of Egypt. Aaron had heard from his brother Moses that the God is called Jehovah and that this is the God that brought us out of Egypt. So when the people came to him and they said, make us a God. Imagine Aaron, one man standing alone and 50 men standing around him. Make us a God. Show us how to go forward. We are tired of being here for six weeks. We are the promised land. Take us to the promised land. I am sure Aaron felt under pressure. To do for them what they wanted. And so Aaron too said that the people are putting pressure on me. And really, this Moses. We don't know what has become of him. Really? He has disappeared. And he has not. After seven weeks, what was he eating up there? What was he drinking? Very likely he has died. And so, Charlie, if president has died, vice will take over. Yeah, he's a vice. So, let's take over. Okay. okay, we are going to the promised land. Okay, I, I know that there's a God. I know that there's a God that brought Moses out of the promised land. 
Let's make a God. Aaron fashioned a God. Three things about Aaron. Number one. Don't, don't write. This, this one is not writing. This, today we are just a short preaching. It's not a long preaching. Aaron tried his best. He tried his best best to do what he could do to show the people that there's a God. Aaron was not building an idol. That was not his plan at all. Because he called the God Jehovah. Yeah. He was not building an idol. He was building a Jehovah God. He was trying to represent God to the people. So when they asked him, How do you see? I'm coming to you very soon. I'm coming to you very soon. Because they asked Moses Aaron, How do you see God? They, they say, Show us God. I will do my best. How do you see God? So Aaron said, Aaron say, How to present God? This God is a very good God. He has delivered us. What material can I use to present something very good? So Bring all your gold. Bring every gold, earrings, bring everything. Bring because this God that I have met him, I cannot use wood or clay or charcoal. No, 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 no. I must use a very expensive material. A very costly something to present this God. So he said gold. And then now, after he has got the gold, Moses says, so Aaron says something very funny. He says, I took the gold, and I threw it into the fire, and then came out the calf. Hey! It came out. Came out from where? From his heart. You see, the people of Egypt, they had many gods. Jackal God. Yakal nyami, crow god, crow nyami, crocodile god, odenchem nyami, cat god, jinamwe nyami. They had, um, I think, the swan, or swan god, swan sunyami. They had many, 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 many gods. No, nyami numbibri. And they worshipped them all, plus the sun and the moon and the stars. But the most powerful God of all their gods was called Apis. Yeah, friend, Apis. Apis was a bull. Apis, no, yeah, a bull. A bull. No, 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 you And so Aaron said, and Aaron can say, the most powerful God I know, the, the most mighty presentation i can have of god 
adie edimu kesie pa metimi edie de nyame edi is the book eye eye sa nentwi and the most costly material na adie e sombu ye that i can use a metimi dia ye is gold eye sika koko you see tonight i'm coming i told you i'm coming for you very soon me catch us me ba be ba be fause sia you see Moses and Aaron, Moses and Aaron, were born in Egypt. And they grew up in Egypt. And then one day, Moses killed a man. And then he ran away to the wilderness. When he got to the wilderness, that's where he met the daughters of Zelophehad. Um, and he helped them when they went to their father do you know what they said an egyptian helped us an egyptian helped us. and so moses up from the time that he was born and then he was born then uh, aaron too was born they grew up in egypt until they became Egyptians fully inside and outside and then something happened the BBC Moses left Egypt Moses and he went into the wilderness but Aaron was still in Egypt for 40 more years in the Egypt was inside him he, Aaron was an Egyptian who was completely imbibed in the culture of Egypt and, and remember it was just a few months ago that they had met God at the burning bush. And it was Moses who saw God at the burning bush. And Moses came and told them about a God he had met. A God called Yahweh. I am. And, he, and, and, and Aaron heard from Moses about this God at the burning bush. And then he saw the miracles that Moses did. Then he said, Really, he's a powerful God. But he did not know God. He, he didn't know God. Because he had just met God for about short time. Still in new convert school. Yeah. Not with right post exams to become a shepherd. Very, very fresh in his understanding of God. But you see, Moses had left Egypt 40 years ago. And he spent 40 years where? In the wilderness. In the wilderness. You see, many of us 
you don't go for retreats. You don't go out of the city. And so you never ever look at creation to see where, what God has done. As you sit in this room, you can see what man has done. As you are going home, and you sit in your car, you can see what Koreans have built, what Germans have built, what Japanese have built, a Ghanaian shoe has worked. As you are sitting, living in a city, we are constantly reminded of men and what men have done with their intelligence. But when you move out of the city and you go into the forest and you see a big tree where did the tree come from? From one small seed. How can one seed bring a big tree? How can this small seed that I can swallow bring a tree? Director, boss, manager, you are sleeping. I'm sleeping. I can see your face. I can see your face. <laughs> no, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> no, you see, how, how can something so little bring forth something so big? There must be something behind it. When you watch the mountains, and you look at a big mountain standing there. You think there is somebody. This, this well is not here by chance. So, something is forming all these things. When you look at the clouds, the rain, the lightning, thunder. No, no, it's not by chance. It's not by chance. And so as Moses was in the wilderness. 40 years. He had time to sit and to see that man is nothing. That, that is where also David sat to write his Psalms. David was in the wilderness. And he wrote all the Psalms about the greatness of God. And so of the two brothers, one of them had come to know God and he knew God as God truly was. And that is why Moses made no picture, nothing. Anytime at all he's talking to God, he brings back words. But he doesn't see anything. Whereas Aaron came from an Egyptian background. There we see things. There we see a God we can hold and handle and carry on our shoulders. And so I know there's a God. And this is what came out of his heart. Are you here tonight? And and so all of us that are here, in your heart, is a picture of God. 
everybody here tonight everybody no matter where you have come from in your heart is a picture of God and that picture of God is what guides you it's what makes you relate and behave in a certain way to God and, and that is the image of God you are carrying amen amen there's, a, there's, there's one big caution where did you get that picture from that image of God that you are carrying in your heart where did you get it from because Aaron never thought that he was an Egyptian presenting Egyptian gods Aaron when to sing that said oh yeah it is near all that misery otherwise he will say here is Apis let's continue our journey with our Apis and, and go away Apis but that was not his intention he was presenting Jehovah now or the that was his plan as best as he could but the picture that came out of his heart was an Egyptian God. Amen. Amen. An Egyptian God. And so, we who are here tonight, what picture of God is there in your heart? Because that picture directs and guides you in your relationship with God. That, that I mean, you see, you can say the same word God. We use the same description, God, Almighty God. But we draw different pictures. Amen. Amen. And, and so, where, where is the picture from? That makes you behave differently from God, as I do. Why are some people more believing and trusting in God? And others are more skeptical and more questioning about God. Why do some believe God easily? So when they hear tithe, they tithe. Some two after five years. You're not tithing. When you tithe Christ five percent. Some so do three percent. That you can't believe God to trust him with your life. Where, where, where is your picture of God from? That some can just say that I give up everything, I'm following God. And some too, they say, Walai. I'm going to WHO. That's my dream job. Amen. Amen. 
Are you here tonight? Where is the picture of God from? There, there are two sources. There are many sources. But there are two main pictures. When the disciples came to Jesus, and they said, Lord, teach us how to pray. Who do we pray to? We pray to God. And, and, and Jesus said, Here are my disciples who are asking me to show them God. Now, God is spirit. And so, how can I pick up fishermen, other kinds of people, ordinary men, and try to show them God? I must give them a description that they can understand and so jesus said yes say when you pray pray like this our father and so one of the best pictures that you can have of god is the father in your life Amen. Amen. But unfortunately, many of us did not have good fathers. Many of us, there was practically no father in your life. Are you here tonight? And so many of us that they can that place where there should be a picture of a father in your life is blank. It's blank. Because you see, ask your neighbor, many of us. We have not had good relationships. We have not had good contacts with our fathers. Amen. Amen. And so many people have grown up virtually without fathers. Listen. If you are a young lady and you are going to marry a man. After all the questions you're asking him, in ask him where is your father? And how is your father and you relationship? Because because if the man does not have a proper father, and he has not had a good relationship with the father, to do what? To learn how to be a man. You are mine a big baby. You are marrying a child that has grown up in body but not in head. You have seen somebody who was a small boy doing what he likes has never been disciplined by a father has never been taught how to be a man. And so this little boy will just grow up he will have strength he will have size but there will be no change in his inner man and so, he will, so this guy is 
very likely to be a useless husband. He is a husband who will just be fooling around all the time. He will not be a man that is stable. You see, fathers come home. Children play all the time. The children, they don't work. They don't mind not working. A child can play the whole day. He can go to school and play at school. Then he will come home and come and continue playing. Only a man will get up in the morning. Nobody has sent him anywhere. He will say, Charlie, I have to go to work. And the man will rise up himself. And bath himself. And get up himself. And go to school. Go to work. For a child. You must come and hold his ear. Wake up. Sorry. Bring cake. Get up. Sorry. Take toothbrush. Brush your teeth. Go to school. Go to school. Even then, he doesn't want to go to school. That is why some men, they cannot work. When you give them a job, they cannot do it. They start working after two weeks. Because they don't have any... They are not men. They are children. In a man's body. And so they are not good examples at all. That's a child that grew up without a father. You see, many, many children are growing up right now. Many boys are growing up right now without fathers. That's why they are so indisciplined. Just move about anywhere. And also, when a girl grows up without a father, you will think that, oh, it's the boys who need fathers. But girls need mothers. No, 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 no. You see, there's there is something a girl must learn that only a father can teach her. There is something called love without sex. A, a, a father is the only man that can draw very close to a girl, become very, very close to her, and there's no sexual tie at all. Every other boy wants the girl. Every other boy, when you see a girl, is He is planning how to take you somewhere. But it, it is only a father that sees you. You see, to a father, a girl never grows up. And he remi- you remind him of how you were when you were a baby. With no breasts. And you have grown and now you have breasts. But you can't see. In his heart, you are his little girl still. In his heart, you are still a little child wearing diapers around the house. That is why to a man, a daughter is not a girl. She is not a female. She's just my daughter. Every other guy who 
sees you is making a plan in his head. Wow. Amen. No, you see, I'm just showing you how important the father is. Amen. Amen. And so when that thing is not there, suddenly in your life is a big vacancy. And now you cannot even picture a God who loves you. When when a man does or a woman does not have a father who who can be there to show you how to be a man and to show you how to receive and give love your, your picture of god is totally corrupted it's totally corrupted and and now to believe in a god that can provide for you no i i must provide for myself no you say faith believe in god like a father my father didn't pay my school fees. Me papa went to me school. I had to go and sell ice water. Yes, me to ice water and me, me my father didn't give us food in the house. Me papa me he was eating kebab under the tree. No, the My mother was the one suffering to go and bring money to find us. Me my school fees. Miss Kuka. No, 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 no. I baby, paid baby, myself. Baby. And so now I should believe which God? It is a meaning to provide for me. Oh, oh, so, oh, oh, which God? That Father God. I have, I have seen one before. It's better to rely on yourself than this God. It's, it is, listen. They say they love you. God loves you like a father. My father, me papa. I last saw him seven years ago. When he came to the house, he was shouting. And he came and beat my mother. And he went away. I should follow that God. A God who I can see is a violent person. I cannot mean to me. I cannot mean to me. And and so a lot of people we have fathers who are inadequate. We still call him father. We still accept he's a father. But now so we shall never draw close to him. We shall always keep distance and he will never know my salary and he will not know where my money is because i don't trust him and that becomes our picture and that's why when we say come and serve god No, thank you. No, thank you. Because I cannot follow this God. I have been hungry before. I have seen 
trouble in my house before. We were there and they came to cut the lights. Meanwhile, my father was buying shoes for another girl. Are you here tonight? It makes you unable to follow God. And, and some of us too, our picture of God is, is affected by our experiences. What you have been through. What you have seen. How many times you have prayed a prayer? A sincere prayer. And there was no answer. How many times you have wanted something not for a bad motive? Or, or even prayed for a genuine need. I, I really need money for my rent. Otherwise, my family, we are all losing our house. I need money really not to buy shoes. But to buy food for my little ones. And then one more night, we sleep hungry. After a while, America creates by your experiences. Your picture of God will change. After a while, America creates you. begin to find this God. Listen, this God. You gotta be careful. He will say, Pray to me. As you pray to him, you just be careful. <laughs> he says that he can do all things. He can do all things. I prayed for a sick child, a 17 year old healthy boy. And then he died. What kind of person will let a 17 year old? Favorite son die like that? After a while, you begin to question or check things by your experiences i said by what you have been through and so it is now that you are picturing god by what you have been through and so all your troubles all your hunger and your tiredness all the times you wanted something and didn't get it becomes a description of the ability of God. That God, either God cannot do it. And he was lying to us that he can do it. Or he can do it. But he's wicked, so he wouldn't do it. Both pictures are wrong. Amen. Both are wrong. He says he can do it, but he can't. Otherwise, why didn't God save my son? Why didn't God save my father? Because you know, if he dies, we all stop school. And God can easily save him. Three died, seven didn't die. He could have made a shift and let somebody die, not somebody die. Why not? Then he begins to think that mm. either he is not good or he can't do it. Either he's not good. 
Because only a bad man can do and he won't do. I mean, only, only a bad man will see that a child is going to get hurt and he will stand there and watch the child. Only a bad man will see a man, a child who is very hungry and needs some medicine and he has money and he won't help. Or else the man now he doesn't have money. Then we are okay. Give me one CD for food. Oh, which I don't have. So That one is okay. We are all poor. Me and We all can't do it. Me and And so we all work like that. And that is the picture of God that many people carry in their hearts. And, and that is why it is so difficult to serve God. When you tell somebody, come and serve God. Come and believe. Let's follow God. It's so difficult. It's so difficult. And that's why a lot of believers they are virtually half Christians. Almost like stepchildren. I recognize my mother. But my father, I'm not sure he's my father. I, I cannot see his, his, his help in my life. Amen. Amen. And, and so listen. Titie. Our journey starting tonight. Is that we must know God. And say so as he is. Amen. Amen. We we must know God. We we must we must know him. As he is. And not what we have heard. When, when you look at Malachi. Oshe, Oshe, Malachi. Malachi chapter 3. Malachi, a Timian God said something. He told them, okay. You have spoken stout words against me. Find Malachi chapter 3, verse 11, 13. Malachi, Timian, say, You move a Dumian, sir. Verse 13. You move Dumian, sir. Your words have been stout against me. Drew at Yami. Say the Lord. What, what is stout words? It means you have said strong things. Yet you say, What have we spoken against you? Verse 14. And you say it is vain to serve God. And what prophet is it? That we have kept his ordinance. And that we have worked mournfully before the Lord of hosts. You, you see, are you here tonight? A lot of people, we do not believe strongly in God. We, we don't believe deeply in him. Because of what we have been through. What we have seen. Failures in our in our fathers. 
prayers not answered trouble we have seen in our lives things that didn't work the way we thought they should work and it makes us question God amen amen tonight I want to show you how to correct that picture because without that correct picture of God we cannot serve him amen amen Job chapter 42 Job I want to show you something Job chapter 42. You see, Job 2 had seen trouble. From chapter 1. All the way. He has seen trouble. He lost his everything. His wife, his, no, his children, his house, his property. He lost everything. And then in chapter 42, God came to answer him. God came to talk to him. And then verse 1, And Job answered the Lord and said, I know that thou can do everything. Verse 3, And the Lord asked him, Who is he that hideth counsel? without knowledge therefore have I uttered what I understood this is Job talking things too wonderful for me which I knew not here I beseech thee and I will speak I will demand of thee and thou shalt hear and, and, and declare thou unto me. Maybe so. Now what? 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 say? Job said, "I have heard of thee by the hearing of my ear." Job said, "Me But now my eyes have seared thee. Wherefore I abhor myself. And to me, to me who is And I repent in dust and ashes. Amen. Amen. And the Lord said. Ephas, Eliphaz. Verse 7. My wrath is kindled against thee. And against thy two friends. Because ye have not spoken of me the thing that is right. As my servant Moses had. Amen. 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 Tonight, many people have not heard of God correctly. Many people, we have not seen God at all. And what we have heard is not true. And so many of us, we are carrying pictures of God that is inadequate or corrupted. 
ye mu bebre nya me hu funi ayikita no e ye funi achi asai anase endimu and until we can know god as he is ko sisi e be hu yakopon se ne ote no until we can see god as he is ko sisi e be hu no se ne ote no it will be difficult to follow him e be ye den se ye be di nechi with your life it will be difficult to give up yourself for something you haven't so seen. No, 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 no. It, it, it cannot be. Amen. Amen. How to get a good picture of God? The first way you can know God is by revelation. Is by revelation. When Paul met Jesus, Paul Isia Yesu. He says in Galatians chapter one, Galatians forty-two. The gospel. Nobody taught me. Also, be unsure me. The gospel. Nobody showed it to me. It came by revelation. I say, enamedi ye. I just knew it. Me 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 God showed it to me. And so it, I have an understanding of the gospel. That is why Paul could write much more than the disciples. The disciples they were taught by Jesus. And he taught them the things over three years. And so over three years he taught them how to pray. How to do no love? How to do everything? And they learned it. But not Paul. Paul just came. Paul by. He met Jesus. Had a revelation. Then he knew everything. Amen. Amen. You see, what's the difference? Let me show you what the difference is. When somebody is telling you something, so be can be And you meet somebody. No show be. Please then. And they ask you to introduce him. No, catch your said Danidi. You must ask us what is his name. His name is Dell. Say a friend Dell. His name is Dell. A friend of Dell. Where was he born? Where were you born? Kumase. Kumase. He was born in Kumase. How old is he? We didn't fear saying. He's forty something. We didn't fear the anaibibi. Is he married? I say wawari. Are you married? I say wawari. Yes, he's married. I wawari. Uh, uh, how many children? How many children? Two boys. When you are learning, you must go back and forth. find and find and know and find and know and find and know. Yeah. But when it's by revelation, in one second, you know everything. Suddenly it's clear. And so, you see, Whereas the person who is learning must ask questions. In, in a dream, you can see a person in a dream. Then you know that this guy is like this, that, is that. You just know it. That's by revelation. You just thank you. You just know it. Nobody explains to you. Nobody tells you anything. You know his age. You know he's married. You know that he has a child. You know where he works. It's by revelation. And so some people, you will know God by revelation. God in his mercy will draw you unto himself. God will just touch your heart. And you will love God. Others 
others are not drawn to God. That's why Bishop Saki says, from when he was a child, he wanted to be a priest. When he sees a priest walking, he says, How beautiful. Some of us say, Ah, this man, what's wrong with him? Why is he wearing a skirt? I don't know. Why? He can't drink? You can't marry. What a boring job. No, 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 not for me at all. I don't want to be a priest. I want to be free. You see, God hasn't called you in that regard. But somebody else. When he sees the priest, he says, That's my role model. I want to be like him. It is something that God can place on your heart. That you just love God. Not all of us can. Say that, but some people can say that. I love God. Nobody forced me to go to church. Some children enjoy church. Others want to go and pluck mango from the tree. So, children, when they come to church, they are so happy. Others, they will grumble all to the service. No, no, no. We cannot tell why. But God has touched certain hearts. And that those hearts they just love Him. If that is not your case, pray for your children. That God will touch their hearts. That they will just love God. If God hasn't drawn you like that, and you are this old. Now when you say I'm not sure he'll draw you now. But you can pray for those behind you. But one of the most radical ways of knowing God is by revelation. It's by I just love God. I just am happy in the things of God. I mean, some people come to church easily. Even at our age. I mean, some shepherds. You still want to go home. You still want to go and watch football on Sunday. On Sunday, you want to go and watch Manchester against, um, um, against Real Madrid. Any Real Madrid. And the scores don't affect you in any way. I mean, you are in a hurry to leave here on a Sunday to go where? While some others are very okay to hang around God's house. Just to be here. Listen, the first great key to, to knowing God is by revelation. May you have a revelation of God. Amen. Amen. The second way, John chapter 5, and verse 17. And Jesus answered and said, My father worked, and I work. Amen. Amen. And therefore the Jews sought the more to kill him. Because he not only had broken the Sabbath. But said also that God was his father, nah. making himself equal with God. How to know God? Verse 39. Search the scriptures. Search the scriptures. For in them, you think you have eternal life. 
But they are they which testify of me. Tonight, there are many Christians in our churches. You never read your Bible. There are many Christians in our churches today. You have come to a convention, a church meeting. You don't have a tablet, you don't have a Bible. You don't, there is no Bible around you in your normal life. You almost never read the Bible. When you come to church, what they put on the screen is what you read. If you bring Bible, Easily, you will not open it and take it back home again. Or even at home, cry, you don't have a Bible. That is why a lot of us don't know God. Because we do not read the scriptures. We cannot see God as a creator. We cannot see God as a king. We cannot see how God deals with man. Because we because we don't read the scriptures. Amen. Amen. Quiet time. Say quiet time. Quiet time. Quiet time. Is something some do. They read one paragraph or one's best. What kind of trust them back up? That's not such the scripture. I know, yes, I was sure. That's quiet time. And near quiet time. That is one drop of honey on your tongue. And near walk to be a soul teacher. That is just a five minute reading of Bible for meditation. Trust them out. Can you smell no one drinking? That's not what I mean. And you know, no matter. Jesus said, search the scriptures. Yes, he said, more should search all no more. How can you be here? Genesis. From chapter 1 up to chapter 48, 49, 50. You have never read it before. Exodus. You have never read it before. First Samuel, second Samuel. You don't know Samuel. You don't know Kings. You don't know Chronicles. Nehemiah. Nehemiah. Building their wall. Jonah and the you know, you know Jonah and the and the and the whale. Only Jonah any any bonesu. But what about the God? And the east wind that came. And from my boy. Search the scriptures. I said, read the Bible. Many of us, you, we don't know the Bible at all. We don't know the Old Testament at all. And we have very little idea about God. How 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 forgiving is God? How how God can forgive? Hey, one day I read a scripture. A certain man called Ahab. They said there was no king like him yes. in all Israel. Who did so much evil? Spared on by his wife Jezebel. Jezebel no Ahab was a very wicked king. And then the God sent a prophet. Go and tell Ahab. I am going to um, after he had gone to kill um, 
Naboth taking his vineyard. And, and, and God sent a prophet, Elijah, to go and face him. That God will judge him. When God came and told, when they spoke to Ahab, the most wicked, it says, there was no king like him in Israel. Who gave himself up to evil? When they spoke to him, and he changed. God said, "I forgive him." I said, "Oh God, not not this man." At least punish him small. But just God just forgive him and there so immediately. And said the evil I had planned to do. I will not bring it in his lifetime. Are you here tonight? You see, it is only as you read the Bible that you can get a better understanding of God to see how He deals with people. To see how God relates with men how he can judge some and he can forgive some and that's how come sometimes we can't even understand how God has forgiven us and we are still carrying our sins on our shoulders and, and because of one thing you did you cannot come to God again I did something bad. And so come and serve God. It's, it's okay. When, one day I met somebody. We were having communion. Communion. He says, no thank you. I said, why? I said, something because. I can't say everything here because you are listening. He said, because of something. I said, listen. If you are bad, then the communion. You need more communion. Not that I won't take it at all. Rather take more. Because the communion is for your salvation and your But when you can't read the Bible to see Exodus chapter 11, 12, and 13. You don't understand God. Are you here tonight? Many of us. Listen. If we are going to know God, you must read the Bible. Read it. Chapters. Chapters. There are stories in the Bible. You must read. You must read Joshua, the whole book. Read Judges, the whole book. You must go read the prophets to see how God deals with man. He's an unbeliever. They are unbelievers. Unbelievers. Isaiah 44. Isaiah, it is the beginning of an unbeliever king called Cyrus. That God raised him up to build his city. So I can now see how God can take any unbeliever MP or any unbeliever chief executive director 
and let him come and build a church. I have no problem at all with it. It's, it's in the Bible. As you read the Bible, you can see how God can take somebody from outside. Ruth and Moabites. Ruth So you can marry from any tribe. You can cross any river and marry anywhere. It's in the scripture. And you can see how God has opened his heart to receive everybody. But we don't read the scriptures. We don't go into the Bible. When we say quote a scripture, then you begin to scratch your head. Even if you could know the Bible at large, it will help you to know who God is. I can save him. That I can save him. Amen. Amen. Number three. How to get a good picture of God? John chapter 14. Yohani And then Jesus was talking to the disciples. And 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 Philip came. Now Philip by. And he said, okay, from verse 7. Jesus said, if you had known me, you would have known my father also. Then Philip said, Philip said, Lord, show us the Father. And it surprises us. And Jesus said something. He says, Have I been so long time with you? And yet thou hast not known me, Philip. Philip. He that has seen me has seen the Father. Amen. Amen. You see, when I quote this scripture, many will say, Oh, then I qualify. No, you don't. Because many Christians do not read the Gospels. They read the epistles, they read the other stories, letters. We read Romans, we read Galatians, we read all the for other for New Testament books. I am sure many of us who are here tonight, you have never read Matthew 1 to 28. You have never read Mark. I type your neighbor. I am sure you have never read John. I am sure you have never read it. You have read passages. You have read scriptures. You know some parables. But to read the whole gospel. To get an understanding of Jesus. You have it. And that is why we don't know Jesus. That's why we don't know who he really is. We have small, small, small pictures of Jesus. But you don't know him. That's why many of us don't talk to him. No. I mean, Jesus is somebody who we meet on the streets. On Sunday. But that he's your friend. That he's your personal friend. That he is not. Because 
we don't know him and that's why jesus asked philip you are asked, you want to see god and, and you, when you see me all that you see in me is god you see the same thing in god and, and many of us here the bible is a book is almost a problem it is a book that we don't read easily amen amen and the last the, maybe the best way the best way to get a good picture of god is the, the beginning if it is here no a good father is, is the beginning a good father because a good father is the best picture a person can have of God a good father but many of us don't have a good father or, or didn't have one or grew up somewhere because it's not a problem because you have many fathers he has given us even at our grown up years he has given us fathers even as we have grown up to become men yet still God has given us fathers to balance the pictures that maybe your picture of a father as a child was not good God said I can repair it by giving you a new picture of a father right now I am giving you another man right now and, and this man will do for you everything a father should do so that you can balance in your spirit and in your mind a good picture of God but many of us reject those fathers many of us are giving fathers in the house but like the bible you reject them god has given you a pastor is giving you a bishop is giving you apostles is giving you church elders pastors who are standing in front of you as a picture of a father the father you never had for once now for once now there can be a man who can hug you without any other mind and still for once there's another man in your life that can guide you in your decisions but you never ask your pastor anything and you take your decisions asking your classmates and all the efforts and attempts that God is making to give us a good picture of himself why so that 
you can serve him. So that you can follow him easily. So that we can believe in him and trust him and let him have his way in our lives. God is just trying to bring you to follow him without any questions. When you see a little child is it small boy come let's go what does he do and then he just follows you do a cheek that's why you can go and cut his head off he will follow you into the forest as you are chopping the knife uncle uncle what's the knife for don't worry yes he's just following you but when you are grown small hey Hey, where are we going? There's no light here. Who's going with us? Only me and you. You're holding knife. I will go again. As you grow older, you become more skeptical, more questioning, and you begin to test things more. And you never trust anybody simply. And, and, and God said, Listen, the only way is to learn. How to give yourself over to a man, a father. When you have done that, follow the man. Follow the man. Trusted him. Believed in him. Go on and come. Then you can believe God. Then, then it becomes possible. As of now, it's too difficult. It is too difficult for too many of us to serve God. It is too hard. There are too many blocks. There are too many obstacles. A year of serving God. We are two months in the year. Ask him, what have you done to save God? Two months into the year. From 31st December, we began this theme. And, and some of us, no change. Nothing has changed. Because you have no intention of following this God. Because we are not too sure of this God. And so you'll be around. You'll not say that, oh, there's no God. You'll not say that such a thing. But you just keep to yourself. And, and so tonight I'm just, we haven't talked about God yet. No, not yet. I'm just showing you how difficult it is. Tomorrow we'll start talking about God. But I'm showing you what you have already in your head. And where it's from. And its effect in your life. And that's the picture of God that many of us have. Very likely. It's twisted. Very likely. It's not correct. What God told Job. The thing you have said about me is not right. 
And Job said, and you say, I have heard about you. Now I've seen. And I, I, I see myself. I abhor myself. Amen. Amen. Tonight, and then I, do. I want you to pray for yourself. Now, Lord, purify my heart. Purge, purge my heart. You see, listen. Number one. If you have not had a good relationship with your father, your picture of God is twisted. It is how you have grown up. It is what you have seen. It is what you have been exposed to. It's like Aaron in Egypt. This is what will come out of you. A picture of a God that should not be followed. If you are here tonight and your relationship with your father has not been a warm relationship, it has not been a close relationship, your father has never held you by the hand to walk with you as a friend your father has never sat down to chat with you and and just talk about nothing it will be hard for you to pray to God and just talk to God about your life you just rather go and work hard tonight I want you to pray for yourself right now. For just a few minutes. Lord, purify my heart. Maybe you've gone through difficult times. Maybe you've had failures. Hardship. Difficulty. Hunger. Nakedness. Embarrassment. You have struggled. Making you feel that God is a disappointment. God is not reliable. Making you question the love of God for you. Tonight, I want you to pray for yourself. In the name of Jesus. You know what you have been through. Tonight is a night of changing our minds. It's not a night to bring in a new idea. It's a night to recognize where we have been. And what we actually are. And that actually our picture of God is not correct. That's why we treat it the way we is. We say we are following him. But actually, we are being very careful. We are not following him blindly. We are being very careful. In the name of Jesus. Tonight. Just pray for yourself. Just pray for yourself. For just a minute. In the name of Jesus. Just look at yourself. And and check your father. What you have been through. All the challenges you have seen. All that have poisoned your mind. And and, and you see, you must ask yourself. Do I trust God? Do I believe in God? With my everything. 
Why don't you give God your 10% time? Why don't you serve God all the days of the week? Why are you struggling so much to obey God? Why do you take so many decisions by yourself? Why do you never consult God or His man in your life? Tonight, just pray for yourself for a minute. In the name of Jesus, wherever you are, I want to stand to your feet tonight. Want to stand to your feet? And just talk to God. Just talk to God for a minute. Just, just. If your father has been difficult, if your father has been difficult, so where are you be out? To relate to, so when you no be near a young couple, to talk to, so when you be casa, it's been hard. Say anything tonight, and I'm not doing. Accept it, jitum, and accept an effect in your life. Narcissism, wow, bram. And just begin to pray for yourself. That Lord have mercy on me. Lord have mercy on me. In the name of Jesus. Look at your past. All the things you have been through. All the things that you have seen experienced. That have changed your life. Tonight. Just pray to God. Lord. Purify my heart. Purify my heart. Purify it. Purge me. Of all these things. Purge me. All the lasting effects. Of my father. The beatings. The insults. The neglects. Even the hatred. That you have for your father. You have walked away from your house. I shall not go back there again. I don't care what happens to him. I don't care how much he is. Tonight, just talk to God right now. Because God is the good father maybe you never had. God is the father that maybe you never had to embrace you. To help you. To lead you. God is the father who was not there. And made you struggle so much in your life. That at the point you begin to hate him. And tonight. Don't transfer that hate to God. Rather, let it go. In the name of Jesus. Lift your voice and begin to talk to God for a minute. Let's talk to God for a minute right now. Let God hear your voice right now. Lift your voice in the house tonight. In the name of Jesus. Lift your voice in the house tonight. In the name of Jesus. Tonight you're just praying. I just pray, Lord. I can't hear your voice at all. I said, Lord, I just pray. As we are praying, we are praying ourselves. We are praying ourselves. We are asking God to remove something out of our hearts. In the name of Jesus, you want to lift your hand and talk to God tonight. You want to lift your hand and talk to God. In the name of Jesus, Father, cleanse my heart. Of every lasting sorrow, every lasting pain, all the 
hardness that has grown up all the difficulty that has been there anger frustration in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus just commit yourself to the hand of God tonight Lord Jesus remove all this out of my heart in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus just talk to God tonight talk to God tonight wherever you are tonight wherever you are tonight just ask God my heart Purge my heart Purge my heart Purge my heart Let every evil come out of me Change me oh God Change me oh God 